KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio In Depth. I'm Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the American economy as we check in with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice at the Villanova School of Business. A lot to talk about this week, including a jobs report that wasn't nearly as good as we all thought it was going to be. Let's dig into it. So the jobs report, there was so much excitement. There was a buzz. People were talking we might see a million jobs added in April, maybe two million. I saw one economist. 266,000 jobs added. Now, that's a lot of jobs, and any jobs is good good news, but very disappointing. It was. It was, Matt. Um, I didn't expect a million jobs. I was thinking maybe in the 500,000 range. So even with that, it would be considered disappointing. But I will say there are positive things that are out there. The number of new claims that have been put out there by the people who are online putting them out there, 498,000. So that's not too bad. Uh, Our unemployment rate is at 6.1%, which is well below the April 2020 peak of 14.7%. So I think there are some positives. I think some people get a little bit overzealous when it comes to economics and I'm talking about my colleagues. And do you you think it was mostly rose-colored glasses or is there something we missed in the labor force because i mean it's one thing you know if you expect six hundred thousand, you get two hundred thousand. that's a miss but hey like i said you had a lot of people and i a lot of people talking a million and you come into two hundred sixty six thousand. right matt you're right on the mark on that one i think most economists miss the fact that most college educated and white collar employees have already been working from home for over a year now at this point it's the by contrast It's those jobs that rely heavily on the low-wage earners, those without college educations. Uh, They're the ones who are still suffering. Even women, especially working mothers, had to leave the workforce to care for their children, and that's a concern of mine. Putting the whole picture together, uh, they also revised the March numbers down. So it wasn't, I think we were at 916,000. It came in somewhere in the mid-700,000s. Any concern about this in the the grand term? Now, I guess that being said, February was moved up 70,000 jobs to over 500,000. Or are we just seeing this uneven, hey, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, things aren't going to be a straight line? Well, we still have the pandemic going on. People are still getting vaccinated. States have not opened up fully in our area here. And we're also seeing the fact that the Labor Department uses a four-week rolling average. They sort of smooth things out a bit uh, so it doesn't look as bad or as or as um, I guess up and down kind of like a like a roller coaster. So with that being said, I still think that the numbers are good. They're not great. People are spending money, extra cash on the restaurants, airline tickets, road trips, even on on repairs at their home, and maybe even buying um, a new car if they can, putting a down payment on certain things. I'm seeing the events starting to open up, not just sports but concerts. So you're going to see. The next quarter really hit hard, even the third quarter. GDP is going to go through the roof. And one of the interesting things, and we talk about the numbers kind of being all over the place, you know, we still have half a million people, unemployment claims. We didn't add as many jobs. But I'll tell you, just anecdotally, I can't go anywhere in my area without a sign out, we're hiring, 
and you read the stories about in the restaurant business how dire they they need people to work and i know places uh, i think it was wawa had a sign up they were offering a 500 hundred dollar bonus plus a vaccination bonus to people that they they hire right now it seems like we're in this weird spot where there are certain places that can't get enough workers and yet we've got a lot of people who still need jobs Right. These are semi-skilled or unskilled jobs. And in this area, we're, we're a service industry. Uh, we're not out in California where it's mainly tech in the Silicon Valley area. And we're also seeing some fear. I think there's a, a social fear. People are thinking, should I go back to that restaurant I worked at? Will they shut down again? Will I be able to survive? I better stay put at, at where I'm at. At least I know that I'm getting some unemployment at this at this stage of the game. I got a little bit of, of stimulus money coming in. So there is that fear. They're not sure what's going to happen to the restaurant industry. Places are opening up, but can they survive? And that's where the worker is looking, saying, well, you know, I, I did not see my wages go up the way I saw Wall Street executives' wages go up. And could we see, from an employer standpoint, a lot of places maybe have to up their game? I talked about, you know, offering bonuses and stuff like that. You know, like 9 10 $11 an hour just might not cut it, let alone, you know, for – for waiters, waitresses, servers, you know, two thirty four an hour, whatever plus tips, uh, could we kind of see a lot of these places forced to to pay more just to get people in the door? Yeah, a couple things could happen here. You see, the economy was doing well before the pandemic. That's a good thing. However, that means values of everything goes up. That means housing values. That means landlords are charging more for rent. And if you're, but your wages were still not catching up with the values of the stock market and everything else. So people were stuck between a rock and a hard place, probably working one and a half jobs, two jobs even. And some companies are going to have to look, take a hard look and say, well, can technology do all the work? Probably not in a service industry. Uh, they have to see, do we have to raise our, our, our wages a little bit? Do we have to raise our prices a little bit? They really have to take a, a really good break-even analysis. They have to do a, a pros and cons of raising the wage. Do you get better workers that way? Do you get more satisfied workers that way? That's what should be looked at. In small business, it's tough because a lot of them have a small profit margin too as well. And you mentioned technology. Could we also maybe see a wave and not so much for small businesses, but for your fast food chains where maybe they eliminate counter workers and we see a lot of the automated things where you just put your order in and there's still people there making the food and handing it to you, but you eliminate part of your workforce by eliminating the need for the, you know, the front desk, the welcome, and you just put everything in that way or from your car on your cell phone. Right. There's something to be said about customer service in general. It's always good to be greeted at the door or at the window. But now with all the apps that are out there and technology, and let's even take something that's non-food related, uh, such as the toll roads. Uh, during the pandemic, the toll workers were not working, and you just go through the toll booth and you'll get your uh, bill in the mail. I wonder if that those kinds of things will continue in the future. Uh, I, you know, you're seeing a lot of people who are shopping from home and they'll go pick up things curbside. Uh, I said this months ago to 
you know, I sort of liked when, when Best Buy was just curbside. <laughs> I felt special when they would bring me, let's say, a, a tablet or something like that that I shopped online at, and I didn't have to get out of the car. Was I lazy? Probably. But I like the fact that, that I can just pull up, they give it to me, and you're on your way. I think a lot of companies are going to look at technology um, in the future and say, what can we do better? What can we do more efficient to keep costs down? Will that, in fact, give people the chance to go to school and learn tech jobs? That's the thing. Can people, we need people to, to work in the tech areas to fix the automated machines. I love going to the supermarket and doing the self-checkout. I think it's great. Uh, hopefully there's people uh, that can work in those areas to help you out when the machines break down and service those machines. I think we get retail sales next week. Uh, what are you expecting? I would expect another huge month. I think I saw some 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 data from MasterCard that uh, they showed their sales up over twenty three percent in April of twenty twenty one over April of twenty twenty. So, you know, we all missed badly on the jobs numbers. Do you think uh, retail will be as good as we hope and think it will be? Well, this one, I'm going to say yes. I think the retail sales are going to be great. Um, Mother's Day, pre-Mother's Day. Uh, the only thing that's probably hurting right now is the flower industry because of the supply chain. I, I've talked to a couple of florists who are, who are scrambling, not just for Mother's Day, but for upcoming weddings. And they're going all over the world to try and get the bring flowers in for special events. So I, I think retail sales are going to be really, really great because people still have stimulus money. Uh, some people have gone back to work. That's a good thing. And when the weather is the way it is today, looking out the window, it's still not so bad. People have a good confidence level. They will want to spend money. And you mentioned supply chain. Uh, we hear a lot about the uh, semiconductor shortage, the computer chip shortage, and you're starting to see that bubble up in different areas where maybe it's not a labor shortage, it's not a supply shortage, or it's not a demand shortage, it's a supply shortage because the lack of computer chips to put in so many things these days. How much of an eye should we be keeping on that from an economic standpoint? That's going to create bottlenecks, and you mentioned supply chain issues, and we could see that cause problems in a lot of different areas, no? You're right. That's a great time to bring it up. We talked about it with lumber before. We talked about it with other products before. And now we're seeing it with computer products, semiconductors. Remember, we are not the only country <laughs> that makes products. We do uh, import products from other countries. And if they had a slowdown, if they had a shortage, if they had a work stoppage because of pandemic, if they took the factory workers off certain things and put them on PPE products, well, then there's going to be a shortage. And that's what we're seeing right now. I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while uh, for us to get back to normal with all the factories and all the manufacturing because we did have that stoppage here in the United States as well as Asia uh, for, for some of these products. One being semiconductors and anything related to that area. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon.